Hello, world. Welcome to the Triple R Podcast. I am one of your fabulous hosts, Chris Lee, joined always by the what is it? behemoth of Bonheim. Is that correct? Behemoth? Apparently, the behemoth of Bonheim. Behemoth of Bonheim. Warren Lee. Warren, how are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, looking forward to uh, this next paper we're watching, Royal Rumble 2000. Oh, yeah. Real, real gem we got here. And let's not forget our other host. Uh, I just realized he doesn't have a nickname, uh, but <laughs> you, you don't ever call him Pilch. He doesn't like that. It's Justin Pilcher. Justin, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, Chris. Thank you for having me. No problem. You're you're a regular on this podcast, as we remind you every week. You're you're welcome, Pilch. You can come back anytime. No, no, thank you so much for having me. I, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, don't don't feed into his nonsense, please. <laughs> Pilch, how do you feel about uh, the uh, pay per view we got lined up for us? Oh, I love it. Um, I'm actually really excited to discuss this pay per view in a couple days when we record the episode which is not this one so yeah, yeah i can't wait to get into it all right is, are there is there any match in particular that you're looking forward to i'm actually looking forward to the uh crowning of the miss royal rumble of 2000 i think that's a very prestigious honor and i can't wait to see who you know gets that crown yeah that's gonna be a really you know this is the first and only First and only. That's something that they kept saying. It's like the first ever, first ever, but it's the only. They never did it again. So real excited to see who takes that away. Uh, Warren, any match you're uh, really excited for besides Rumble itself? I'm definitely not excited for the Miss Rumble tournament, but um, always a fan of, of tag team wrestling. So the Hardy Boys, Dudley Boys table matches on that list. Uh, Kurt Angle facing a mystery opponent ends up being uh, the human suplex machine, Taz. Uh, Taz, one of my favorite wrestlers. So the, that one I was looking forward to as well. And the Royal Rumble is always one of my favorite uh, pay-per-views that I make sure and go out of my way to watch and fall asleep and wake up by the time the Royal Rumble starts. There you know. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days, Warren, you're going to stay away through a whole pay-per-view. No. It doesn't get any easier at 37, trust me. <laughs> well, I uh, am 37? Oh, yeah, so old. Yeah, so old. 37, yeah. Uh, I also am real excited about this pay-per-view. I love a good Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble is hands down my, one of my favorite um, original pay-per-views for wrestling. Um, and uh, it was interesting because I couldn't. This Royal Rumble, I couldn't really remember who won, and so I was like, I was really excited to watch it again. And uh, you know, trip down memory lane, man. That uh, the bikini match, the Royal Rumble itself, the street fight between uh, uh, Mick Foley and, and Triple H. Jeez, whoo! I mean, I I was I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. It was great, but that's for next week. But until then, uh, AEW recently had a pay per view full gear. And Warren and Pilch were very excited about it. And we're going to talk about it a little bit. Uh, Warren and Pilch actually uh, made predictions for the, uh, for the matchup. Uh, these are just for bragging rights, though. So this is just, this is just a matter of pride between two buddies. And uh, we're going to get into the, uh, 
<laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get into this card uh, real quick. Uh, before, we, before we go into even, the, even uh, though I won, Warren's still super upset about the fact that it's only for graduates. <laughs> I was I was really hoping to uh, redeem myself after our our hell in the cell picks, but uh, well, I did not. I mean, you do uh, winner gets to pick an episode. Is that how you guys want to shake this out? I yeah, I, I have not picked an episode yet, so I would like to pick an episode. All right, yeah. So we'll do, let's do we'll do that. Do I was going to save that for the main show, but. Uh, we'll, I was we'll thinking about it. NWA 1965. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> yeah, we'll be we'll be digging through the VHS tapes for that one. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's see what this card entails, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll see who wins. So first up in the card, we have the NWA Women's World Championship between Serena Deeb and Allison K. Uh, let's start with the. First, let me ask you guys, as a whole of the AEW uh, full gear, how did you how did you like it? So I thought I I thought the pay per view was very very good, uh, top to bottom. Um, I admittedly do not watch AEW Dynamite every single week. I really just pop in for the pay per views. Um, but it's very easy to piece stuff together. They their video packages sum up the 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 main storylines very well. So I was able to follow along. Um, but I thought the baby was good top to bottom. Um, the I do like the fact that they don't have uh, a twelve month pay per view schedule. Um, they only do four. They do every three months. They do a pay per view, so it gives them a chance to do longer stories. Uh, they can take their time getting to the the uh, point of the match at the pay review, and then in turn they can do longer pay reviews and give them plenty of time in the match to to tell their story. So I do like that about AEW. Um, but uh, Kenny Omega at Hangman, we'll talk about that in a second. But that was probably my favorite match outside of uh, uh, of the main event with John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Um, I probably I didn't I must have I must have fell asleep during the elite deletion match because I don't remember a thing from that. Uh, <laughs> but it was it was a good way to top the to bottom. What do you uh, what do you got there, Pilch? Uh, you know, being the AEW shill of the podcast that I am, I loved every second of this. I um. Yeah, which is great. The Kenny Omega Hangman Adam Page is number one for me. I think that was a great match. Very hard hitting at the very beginning. And I think if AEW is trying to ever build a baby face to like lead the company, they did a great job because Kenny Omega came off as such a great heel in this match. And, uh, you know, outside of that, you know, everything was just, there's so much story going into it. That makes you just just feel in every match, and I don't know. I think that's what WWE is missing nowadays. So it's hard for the WWE to to give storylines a chance a chance to breathe and to flesh out when 
There's some uh, there's some months where they have a, a pay per view at the beginning of the month, and then the third week of the month they have another pay per view. Um, so getting from from point A to point B, they're not giving it a chance to to breathe uh, at all. Right. right, I I completely agree. I think that's the issue, honestly. Is there's they they book too many high spots. I feel like you can never <clears> have too many high spots though. No, you can. Oh, and, yes, you ab- you absolutely can. More yeah. high spots. High spot, high spot, high so, spot. I w- Chris, I will say this is a Chris a criticism of AEW is we had a title match between Nyla Rose and Hikaru Shida. Which was a great match. Like, you know, both wrestlers put on a great show. There was the Kenny Omega inspired like pull up by each one. And all I could think about in this match was what if this was Sasha Banks versus Bailey, right? Mm-hmm. With no sort of backstory or no so- sort of upbringing to where how we got here. Okay. And it, like this is why WWE does so well with their women's division is because like that Sasha Banks Bailey slow burn was so good when it finally got to Hell in a Cell. That was like the match of the night. Okay. Whereas I mean, AEW puts it as like a, a second car, and they're like, eh, you know, we're not really tell a story, and we're just gonna like throw it in there. I get you. I I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And so I, there's, I no, there's no reason to care. Right. Right. Which makes a lot of sense. And, you know, you got to, you know, for these types of matches, you know, you're, it's your pay-per-view, you know, you're, you're going all out, you know, for the fans. Um, this is like a real. No pun intended. All out. Yeah, no, no, no pun intended. Um, but this is the time to, you know, showcase the, all the hard work you've put in, you know, over the last couple of, of weeks or months or however, however long it's been. And you don't want to just throw in a, you know, slap together like, all right, you guys are just going to go out there and burn some time. So I understand. I understand what you're saying. And, yes, WWE is, you know, they love, you know, whether or not the payoff hits or not, you know, they're going to build that story. They're going to put in those little details of, you know, these people have had this history and, you know, this is how it's been going over the last couple of weeks. And this is the boiling point. And it's going to be settled tonight on, you know, whatever whatever show it is that month so mm-hmm. you know and i do and yeah that it, it's part of the fun and it's you know it kind of drives the match but you know i don't know i mean you can still have a good match and just tell the story in the ring i don't think that that's stopping anyone you know what i mean like i'm not going to enjoy it any less i don't think and dare i say dare i say the serena deeb Allison K match was a better match than the Nyla Rose and uh, Sheeta match. Oh, I absolutely agree with that, Warren. Hundred percent. And that doesn't that doesn't help matters much either because the the two mainstays that are fighting for your women's title is kind of a throwaway. Uh, a throwaway women's match on the card, and the pre-show women's match with. Serena Deeb and Allison Kay, who are fighting for a title that's not even yours, is is 
very telling about their division, mm-hmm. about their women's division. I, I would agree. I think as three big wrestling fans that we are, I think the NWA Women's Championship holds more weight than the AW Women's Championship at this point. Yes. Well, you also have to think, and I'm not trying to knock anyone by saying this, but AEW is still relatively new. And I think it takes time to just build that kind of division. And I'm not saying that it's, I don't think it's harder. Well, I'm not trying, I don't want to try, I'm not trying to like diss the women's division because I do respect women's wrestling. But maybe it might be a little harder to build the women's division than it is to build the men's division. And that could just be speaking right. to the, um, I don't know, what maybe it's like the lack of, of uh, what's, the, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the amount of women that are in wrestling in that level, I guess. You know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say? There are there are a there's two parts to this. One, there are very good women's wrestlers under the AEW umbrella. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, the main one that I'm thinking of right now, that's probably the next. I think the next big thing is Chris Statlander, who's out with a with an ACL right now. Mm-hmm. She, but Hirokuda she is good. Eva Lee is very good. Uh, Serena Deeb, I love Tay Conti. Uh, she just left uh, NXT and came over to AEW. I think she'll do really good things here. Um, Riho, I wasn't necessarily a fan of Riho from the jump, but man, she she was, I want to say, the first women's AEW women's champ and fighting from underneath being as, as tiny as she is. Um, made made right. for telling a good story in matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Big Swole. I like Allie. Uh, but there's there's people there that can get the job done. It's just I don't I don't know what I don't know what the answer is. Honestly, I don't. Well, so let me ask you a other, Sorry, before, other, before we move on, Chris. I'm okay. Sorry. But no, good. Go ahead, Pelch. I, I think that I know you guys come on AEW show, which I am, but I think that the WWE women's division is much more talented from top to bottom. I I, I would agree with if, that. Right. If you go from NXT to SmackDown to Raw, like there, there's a lot, a lot, even a UK, even NXT UK. You yes, you can't. Oh, you even can't, NXT UK, yeah, absolutely. You can't get about NXT UK. I mean, it, it, even if you think about that Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez match at Halloween Havoc, no title on the line. Neither one of them are even in the title picture. Those are two women that, if they signed to w, or AEW, they would be the champion within thirty seconds. Yeah. I think personally. Well, you know uh, what? WWE they had that May Young classic. They had two May Young classics so far, right? Yes. Right. I think it's two. And you know, I think they really used that as a we need to, you know, 
get a nice cushion of 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 women wrestlers and they you know i feel like they i don't know i don't know if i want to use the word poached but they got a lot of you know gave gave a lot of girls from the indies a shot gave a lot of girls from overseas a shot and brought some over and you know they were developing this uh nxt uk and came up with the uk title um and uh you know now that nxt is more of its own sh- was becoming more of its own show instead of just like development um i think they just needed more and more and more and more talent same thing when they brought over all the cruiserweight the cruiserweight classic when they were making their cruiserweight show um but i just they were good at going out finding the talent and saying hey we are the we are it like as it, as it comes to you know uh, professional wrestling, getting exposure, being out there, making a name for yourself. We are it. And it's like, this is your shot. You impress us in May Young, we're going to put you on a show. We'll make a show for you. And that's what they did. And I think AEW, now they're coming up after um, WWE has, you know, kind of picked the carcass clean for the most part. <laughs> that's a lot of talent okay. went to those, okay. those shows. So it's, it's, that's what I meant by it might be a little harder for them to building this because WWE has already done it. They did it. They did it like just, just beat them out. So I don't know. And maybe, and maybe it's as simple as they've had the, the resources to bring in so many women. Right. They're a monster. They're a monster right. company. They can do things that, like that. If you, if you continue to bring in talent, bring in talent, bring in talent, bring in talent, you're going to end up finding good talent. Right. And then the talent that you, that you necessarily don't think is as good, you can let them go. Like, like they've had Leva Bates under their umbrella. They had Eva Lise under their umbrella. They had um, Tay Conti under their umbrella. They had Big Swole under their umbrella. And n- none of them really had... They had Brandy Rhodes, and she wasn't even a wrestler under their umbrella. Um. Brandy and none Rose of them. Good I, I love Brandy Rose, but she's <laughs> no, terrible. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that she is a good wrestler, but you know they 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 have so many resources to bring in, bring in new, bring in new, bring in new, and see if it works and see if it doesn't. AEW may not have that luxury right now to bring in new, bring in new, bring in new to see if it works and see if it doesn't. So they may have to okay. be more. Uh, precise with who they do bring in uh, before they try to, you know, put them through the machine and send them back out to the to the rest of the the end of the WWE scene or not WWE scene, wrestling scene. Yeah, Jesus to the industry. That's what. Yes, the industry. That's the word you're looking for. All right, so let's get into this. Let's get into the actual card. Um, first match, uh, as I said, M- NWA Women's World Championship, Serena Deeb, Allison K, and it looks like Serena Deeb defeated Allison K via submission to retain her title. Uh, Pilch, you get a point for that, buddy. Oh, such via the Serenity Lock, nonetheless. I was, uh, I was so Serena rooting for Serena Deeb. A- Submission holds. Uh, the next match on the card 
is the AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament Final. That is a lot of words for a match. It's uh, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page. Uh, and round two goes uh, to Warren for selecting Kenny Omega. As, or as JR likes to say, he, he likes to say, hang my page. Hang. <laughs> okay. He's, he's don't, still battling I, palsy. No, no, I, I love JR. Don't, don't, it's all, it's all flattery. I love, I love JR. So uh, we got, we got a tie ball game right now. One apiece going into the third match on the card. Orange Cassidy versus John Silver. Uh, this was a tie. You guys. Actually, both picked Orange Cassidy in this one. It's the only I, I would say that's the only proper answer, right, Pilge? Uh yeah, I mean it's the only pick. Uh John Silver actually came out of this match looking fantastic as well. So And his his arms are huge. humongous. Yeah. Humongous. For, for being a man that's only five five, <laughs> he's a pretty Jackson individual. <laughs> That might be a, a working height. He might not. Uh, that might not be a shoot height. His shoot height might be a little shorter than that. You think? You think he's shorter than five five? You you never know. He looks rather small. Uh, I mean, all right. Yeah. Let's, let's moving on. Moving on. Next match, mid card title match. AWTNT Championship sees the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes versus Darby Allen. Uh, in this one, we have da 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 Pilch with big selecting Darby Allen uh, over Cody Rhodes via pinfall to win the title. So we have a new champ over there in uh, AEW. Uh, Pilch takes the lead on Warren right now. Uh, there was there was a bit of uh, of uh, news in in the world of wrestling where the WWE did not. Uh, retain the rights to the trademark of Cody Rhodes. So I, I'd be willing to bet that Cody's going to jump on that, reclaim his last name, and you can finally get rid of Cody <laughs> and go back to Cody Rhodes. Yeah. I, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't realize that. So they did you watch the trademark for that? Did you watch Say, the Is that, that already happened. The yes, so, I did watch the bit when Cody came into the ring. Justin Roberts, the uh, dapper yapper, as they call him, he said, in introducing now the TNT champion Cody, Rhodes. Like, did, I didn't even got the roads yeah. there. Got him. No, he, he glad he, he was able to do that. Hung the roads out there oh, for everyone to hear the son of a son of a plumber. Which I said <laughs> both of you yesterday, so you should have both known that was a thing. Um. Oh, and I got something to say about Justin Roberts at the end of this pay per view, but we'll we'll wait till we get there. We'll wait till then. Okay. Next. Next up, we got a AEW Women's Championship. Uh, Hikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose, and uh, this one is going to go to Hikaru Shida, uh, and that one goes. That was a tie. You both picked Sheeta to win. Uh, she won Obviously. by pinfall to retain her title. Um, ooh, I would go back and watch this because I love this next tag team AEW Tag Team Championship. 
FTR versus the Young Bucks. I love FTR. I love them in WWE. The Revival. Greatest tech. I love the fact that these guys wrestle like um, Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson when they were the Brain Busters. They're just yes. They're just new versions of the Brain Busters, and I they are they them. are tag team historians. So they they're watching the Brain Busters. They're watching the Rock and Roll Express. They're watching you know name it from late eighties, early nineties. Tag team wrestling when it would tag team wrestling was at its pinnacle. Or as um, they're, oh, every, they're everything that you would want uh, for a tag team to be. Yeah. <laughs> Pilch, how do you feel about FTR? I like FTR. I actually wanted them to win this match. I uh, no, I didn't pick the them to win, but it's because well, you know i know good booking warren which you know nothing about <laughs> i wouldn't say i wouldn't say you know good booking i would say you know aew booking well i know good booking. that's, that's not to with say, point on this one because he he said the buck and the bucks won it's not to say aew doesn't do good booking it's just you're more in tune with the booking of aew as i am a casual <laughs> casual <laughs> Uh, after the tag match, we got Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara, elite deletion match, whatever that I means. I did second of this. <laughs> I don't know what happened. And uh, Matt Hardy takes this one. Uh, that also results in a tie. You both pick Matt Hardy to win uh, over Sammy Guevara. Uh, it's his own match. I mean, it's his own match. Yeah, he can't lose his yeah. own match. It's like you lose your own match, you're an idiot. Yeah. Yes. Chris <laughs> uh, Jericho then, would say you're a stupid idiot. That's right. Chris <laughs> Jericho would say. He would say. Idiot. Uh, oh, um, real quick. It looks like we're getting some. We're getting word from our field correspondent, the Iron Sheik. Uh, let's, let's, let's go out to the field. Iron Sheik, what do you have to say about, uh, AEW full gear? Thanks, Sheik. Well, uh, informative. Thank you very completely much. Completely agree. Completely agree. Uh, yeah. You know, you have to, you have to agree with the Sheik. You have to agree with Iron Sheik. I mean, he's just such, he has his, his, his fingers on the pulse. You know, it's just on you the pole. You great points and <laughs> change my opinion. There you go. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate it. Uh, next up, we have uh, MG, MJF, excuse me, MJF versus Chris Jericho, <laughs> the Ayatola of rock, rock and Rolla. Uh, this matchup, we'll see MG, MJF, geez, I did it again, MJF <laughs> taking down Chris Jericho. Uh, via pinfall, and this was also a tie. You guys both picked MJF. I think that I want to. I'm very interested to see the story play out with Wardlow and uh, Jake Hager. That's. Yeah. I think that. I mean, that's, that's going to logical. That's going to turn. I mean, I I love MJF. That's really, I think MJF is the best wrestler in the business right now. 
So whenever he wins, um, best yeah. wrestling. He he is the only traditional heel that's left in wrestling. No, you might you might be right. You might be right because nowadays the 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 blinding of of heel and face is so like people are still cheering for who they want to cheer for regardless if they hear a face. There's so very few people that they actually can just get over as a full fledged heel, and he does it so well all the time on on TV on social every chance he get he is a hundred percent. Heal, and there's no, there's no buts about it. M- MJF is MJF, and uh, he never breaks character. Any interview you ever hear him in, he's the same. I, I'm a giant fan. I love MJF. I have my Burberry scarf on right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, going into the the last match on the card. Last match on the card we have for the AEW World Championship title. John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match. Uh, now, you you both in this match picked Eddie Kingston to take it away and become your new AEW champion. Unfortunately, unfortunately for both of you, Jonathan Moxley retains his title uh, and defeats uh, Eddie Kingston by making him cry out, I quit. Uh, what are your thoughts on the match? Uh, let's start with let's start with Pilch. Pilch, what are your thoughts on the match? Whew, this was a heavy match, man. I mean, I have never seen someone make someone else quit by a sleeper hold while their entire hand was wrapped in barbed wire. I just, you know, I I wanted Eddie Kingston to win so bad, and like I love John Moxley too. Don't get me wrong, like this was this was a lose lose scenario for me, but um, I thought it was great. I thought you know, th- there's nothing else I could do. You know, they brought the thumbtacks in. I thought the spot with the where Kingston hit Moxley on the thumbtacks and then went out and got the. Uh, rubbing alcohol and pour it on his back. Yes. Oh, I love the rubbing alcohol spot. Ridiculous. Um, It was great. The whole match was great. The whole pay-per-view was great. Yeah. Chris, I don't know if you saw, but he, after the thumbtack spot, so you got all these holes where the thumbtacks were and they weren't. He literally just gets a bottle, a regular old bottle of rubbing alcohol from the trainer and dumps it on John Moxley. Yeah. I mean, I've never had thumbtacks all over my body, but I've I've had uh, some rubbing alcohol. On a no, not at all. No, 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 no. So you guys battled it, it out. Let me get to my, my Justin Roberts point. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna. I was gonna say. Let me get to Justin Robertson, and then we can get to the the tally. The dapper yapper. What the dapper? Okay, so that's. I'm not. That wasn't even what I was going to talk about. But let's get him a new nickname, please. Um. So my point 
if people remember Justin Roberts from when he was in WWE and his his introduction for John Cena was John Cena, just you know, whatever. So now, now that we have we don't have Dean Ambrose, we have John Moxley. His exaggeration of John Moxley is oh, it's so like I understand that's his thing with the word John. I get it, but just just relax, brother. You you you're trying too hard, bro. Is what I is what I get from when uh, Justin Roberts does his. Yeah, it's just too much. It's way too much. Yeah, this this well, is a soapbox you're gonna die on, huh? Justin, oh, yeah. I, have, I have no no qualms about dying on that soapbox. <laughs> Justin Roberts, if you're listening, just know that you just made the list <laughs> for, for the behemoth on high. Just know. I'm so glad that you just made the list, Travis. Uh, so, uh, with a final score of five <sighs> to seven, five to seven, Pilch, you are our victor. So that means at some point you will pick the next pay per view. Uh, Pilch, you can uh, announce either next episode or in the next pre show. Uh, yeah, what I'll announce it when I feel like. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, there's that. Well, that'll do it for uh, this episode of the pre-show. See you next week, or in a couple days, actually, uh, for the main show when we go into Royal Rumble 2000. Uh, Once again, I'm Chris Lee, joined by Warren and uh, Justin Pilcher. Wait a second. Let's get our let's get our plugs in. Let's get our plugs in. and so we're on IG. We we're on IG at Triple R Pod. We are the site, which will probably be up by the. Well, it should be up by the time you you hear this. By the time this airs, it'll be up. It's the Triple R Podcast dot com, uh, and you can email us at the real Triple R Podcast at gmail dot com. So, questions, comments, concerns, uh, suggestion box, uh, anything in the the real triple R podcast.com or real triple R podcast at gmail.com. Right. Yeah. And you can do triple R podcast.com. There, there are links on there for, for reaching the email or just leaving comments or messages right on the site. So, Check it out. Give us a like, thumbs up, and all that. All so that subscribe. Stuff. Subscribe on your uh, your podcast vehicle of choice as well. We should be everywhere. We should be, at this point, we should be available on all podcasting platforms, Stitcher, Google, Apple Podcasts, um, even even the, Spotify, the I believe. Five, We're working like on that. I, I, I hope I figure it out. Um, so, yeah. Make sure you uh, rate, review, and subscribe. What my compatriots are missing is every Wednesday you can definitely hear us, and every Sunday you can also hear us as well. Um, For the next three weeks, we're going to come out 
Wednesdays, Thursdays. Wednesday will always be the pre-show. Thursday will be the main event, if you will. And uh, make sure to download and subscribe to both of those and Sunday. crush it. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday is main show. What? WrestleMania? SummerSlam? Royal Rumble? Survivor Series? They're all the same. No, no, no. Wednesday, Sunday instead of Wednesday, Thursday. You said no, when? You Wednesday, said Thursday. <laughs> Wednesdays, Thursdays, Sundays, and sometimes Mondays. Oh, oh not right. It'll I think Wednesdays. I think Phils took too many Wednesdays. chair shots to the head. Kind of, kind of like what we're going to see coming up on Royal Rumble 2000. So uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time.